I missed anything good? The one with the earrings grinned at me. If you like wildflower meadows, they've seeded the place with weeds. At least that's what my granddaddy would call them. She had an accent from America's deep south, dripping with sugar and magnolia. Her hair was braided in tight cornrows that made me think, ouch, just looking at them. The fair-haired one bent close. Don't listen to her. It's fascinating. She also had an accent. Scandinavian, maybe. They're using a light polymer-based membrane for the roof. I played about with the formula for that in the lab last semester. It'll be interesting to see how well it holds up. Oh, yeah, like, that's really, um, cool. I was intimidated by them already. They were clearly geniuses and still managed to look good. The guide beckoned the group forward and we walked up the ramp into the stadium itself. Despite my reasons for being there, I couldn't help feeling the thrill of treading in the same path as the Olympic torch. Not that I'd ever have the chance of being there for the real thing. My dreams of following any kind of sport had never got off the starting blocks. Unless, that was, the Olympic committee decided to go wild and introduce a medal for thieves, then I might stand a chance. I knew the exhilaration of making a successful steal. The elegant sweeping and clean getaway. Surely that took as much skill as running in circles round some dumb track. Yeah, I was a gold medalist in my discipline. As the cheerful female guide waved her parasol to encourage us to follow her, we entered into the grey oval space of the stadium. Wow, I'd never got this far before on my other excursions onto the site. I could hear in my head the echoes of the cheering crowd, rows and rows of empty seats filled with shadows of their occupants-to-be. I hadn't realised the future held ghosts as well as the past, but I could sense them clearly. The energy rippled through time, even to this quiet Wednesday morning in July. Reminding myself to keep focused on the job, I eased my way nearer to the boy. I could now see him in profile. He had the kind of face you saw in girls' magazines next to some model as gorgeous as him. He'd got the whole deal in the genetic department. Chiselled nose, casual-cut ink-black hair that looked good no matter how rumpled it was, dark brows, cheekbones to die for. I couldn't see his eyes because he was wearing shades, but I bet they were huge and a soulful chocolate brown. Oh yeah, he was too good to be true, and I hated him for it. I caught myself before I glowered at him, surprised by my response to the guy. Why was I reacting that way? I didn't normally feel anything for my victims, apart from a twinge of guilt that I'd singled them out. I always tried to find people who wouldn't notice the loss that much, a bit like Robin Hood. I enjoyed outwitting my rich targets, but I didn't want to think anyone really suffered from what I did. The Sheriff of Nottingham had his ill-gotten taxes. These days people had insurance from big multinationals, and they were the ones who really ripped off the poor. It wasn't as if I were like them, robbing widows and orphans, was it? They got compensation eventually. At least, that was what I told myself, as I planned out a picky's pocket. This job was a bit different, as I was acting under orders. It was fairly rare for me to be asked to steal from a particular mark, but I was relieved the target looked like the sort to be insured up to the eyebrows. Neither he nor I had chosen this, so it wasn't rational to turn against him. He'd done nothing to earn it but stand there, looking so sorted, clean, and kind of centred, whereas I was such a hopeless mess. The guy witted on about how the seating had been constructed to be removable, as if I cared about Olympic legacy.
I was never convinced I'd see next month, let alone ten years away. A plane rumbled overhead on the Heathrow flight path, scarring the summer sky with its white trail. As the boy looked up, I made my move. Reach for their mental patterns. They were whirring away like so many beautiful kaleidoscopes, ever shifting. Then, I stopped time. Well, not exactly, but that's what it feels like to be on the receiving end of my power. What I really do is freeze perceptions so that no one notices time passing. That's why I need small groups in enclosed spaces. Other people might just notice if a bunch of people suddenly went into Madame Tussaud mode. It's a bit like the sensation of passing out under anaesthetic and then jolting awake again. Also, I've been told when I've tried my ability out on others in the community. That's my sort of home, though often it felt more like a zoo. All of us are savants in the community, people with extrasensory perceptions and powers. Savants exist.